0: <laughs> all right, the whole machlakis between the Shvatim, which occupies all of these uh, parashiyas last week, uh, this coming week, and the following week as well, uh, begins in last week's parish when Yosef uh, speaks Lash and Hara about his brothers. As the Postal says, <laughs> I mean, that creates a certain measure of animosity between himself and the other Shvatim. Rashi explains that he relayed three pieces of information, uh, derogatory pieces of information about the Shvatim to Yaakov that they were eating Eber Achai, they were being with uh, mezazol, they were mocking children of the Shvachis, they were Chashud Malarayas, and because of these three pieces of derogatory, defamatory information that he relayed to his father, he was punished in those three ways as well. They had to shecht an animal in order to cover over his death, the Keves, of course, and then he uh, himself was sold into Avdus, and uh, he was tempted by the Eshes paitifa with... Um, Gilai Arayah. So he saw, himself suffered this kind of lashon hara that he spoke about his brothers, boomerang back, um, and came came back to harm him. And because of the uh, the fact that uh, the animosity existed between the Shvatim, which ultimately led to our descent into Mitzrayim, uh, had its roots in lashon hara. It's not surprising that we find that the zayar. That uh, writes that we were persecuted, we were ruled over, oppressed in Mitzrayim by paroi, which is a combination of two words, pera, which means an evil mouth, a harmful mouth, because we ended up in Mitzrayim because of Losh and Hara, and therefore that continues the area called the Shah Kavan. It's not surprising either that in order to get out of Mitzrayim, we have to redeem our Kayakh of speech, our power of speech, by uh, through the yontif of pesach, which is a combination of two words, pesach, the mouth which is speaking. And we do so through the mechanism of Sipur, Yitzias, Mitzrayim, called Marba the Erez meshubach. We do a lot of talking, more, we do a lot of talking all the time, but more talking than usual on uh, the of Pesach, because we're attempting to redeem our power uh, of, of speech. Um, and Because we ended up there in Mitzrayim in the first place because of Lashon the one that was yeah, uh, Oh, because they didn't speak Lashon There are four things that we redeemed Matraim where We're not she knows Mabusham, and Shmahim, and also that the fact that they didn't speak lashon that's where we redeemed from Mitzrayim. So we ended up in Mitzrayim because of lashon It's not surprising. That in order to get out of Mitzrayim, we also we needed lashon However, sometimes we find with regards to lashon that the Torah uses the word of vayove, as we find over here. However, sometimes the Torah uses the word uh, being mighty, not bringing it, but but bringing out or putting out. And that's what we find in Parsha Shlach in connection with the Meraglim, that they spoke negatively about Eretz Yisrael, they spoke about Eretz Yisrael, but there it's Hitzah, not havo, it's bringing out, not bringing in. So the Ramban there on Parsha Shlach comments on the distinction perhaps between these two phrases, and he writes that when a, the Torah uses the word hoitza, it's referring to a person who's saying something which is false, like <laughs> a diba hashek, or he's saying something which is false. As opposed to a person who is bringing in and hara, that there the Torah uses the word of, of uh, as opposed to where a person is uh, saying something which is true, there the Torah uses the word of hava As we find by, by uh, in this week's parasha v'yov v'yoyes v'sdiba sam ra. So the Ramban distinguishes between something which is false, which is haitzah, like the Meragam who spoke negatively about Eretz Yisrael in, you know, an exaggerated, uh, in, in a false manner, misrepresenting what Eretz Yisrael was about, as opposed to Yosef, who was actually relaying what was accurate um, uh, about uh, the And There, the Torah uses the word of hava. What is interesting, of course, from the Ramban, other than the, 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 the wordplay, is uh, the fact that, of course, Losh Ara exists even if what you're saying is accurate is absolutely factual, it still constitutes uh, Lashon Hara. This point is made explicitly by the Rambam, who distinguishes in a similar fashion to the uh, Ramban. The the Rambam, uh, in his discussion of Hilchus Lashon Hara, in um, Hilchus Dayas, Perek Zion, um, outlines four categories of person who speaks Lashon Hara. One is a rachio, a peddler of information, who really just discloses uh, information that was supposed to be confidential, was supposed to be private, kind of barters information one piece for another. That's the rachio, that's the peddler. Then he says, worse than that, on the second line, a person who says something that are disparaging, that are negative, that are harmful, um, and destructive, damaging, that kind of information, not just, information should have remained private, it should have remained confidential, it's private information that he's revealing, that's the rachio, the the hara is a person who's saying something that's disparaging, that's harmful, but both of these, says the Rambam, he emphasizes, are, even if the facts that what you're saying is true, uh, it's still uh, prohibited. Then, in the third category, he arrives at Aval Ha'imar sheker, a person who says something that's false, Nikra Maitzi Al Kaveira, which seems to echo uh, what the Ramban said as well: that uh, Ha'itza, giving out information, uh, creating information, is when a person creates lies, as opposed to bringing information, is when a person is saying things which are absolutely accurate, but nonetheless were supposed to remain confidential or are damaging. Uh, to the party who's being spoken about, um, there is a new kind, though, of hava of bringing in lashon hara, and maybe you know that goes all, all the way back to what Yosef was doing in relaying this information to his fathers. He wasn't, you know, even uh, you know creating the information himself. He was just really forwarding it. To his father. So now, whether this is actually included in the language of Vayyoveh Yosef isdi basamro Aviham or not, certainly this is something that presents itself to us in contemporary context of chats and other kinds of social media platforms, where a person doesn't even do anything, doesn't alter the information at all. All he does is forward that which either the party themselves put out there or someone else already put out there, and that creates a whole different dynamic. In lashon hara, not, not not creating the information, but he's passing it uh, along. Maybe a new verb, not not being Mighty, not being maybe, but just passing it along. Maybe it's included in vayoyav yoyeshti b'serma But the that presents a new Shiloh of of lashon hara. And just to frame the discussion, um, consider the following scenario, which of course could present itself in in, in any kind of uh, you know manifestation of this of this, uh, lots of different permutations, of course. But you know, just to frame uh, the the discussion, let's imagine a person puts out something about themselves, a piece of private information um, on a block chat, on a shul chat, on a community chat. At that point, it gets forwarded. But the people in the chat, within the chat, and perhaps beyond the chat, upon seeing this, the person is ab- abhorred. You know, I-, I never intended to put it out into that setting. Did the people who forwarded beyond the chat itself do anything wrong? Were they permitted to do that because the person put it out there on the chat in the first place? And then let's say I subsequently the person says, whoa, you know, he asked his friends, please stop forwarding this information. I didn't intend for it to, you know, to, to reach that far. Do they have the right at that point to kind of pull back? On the information do they still control the information once it's on the chat is or is it lost to them and they have no you know no longer any right to uh, to control the information once it's been posted on the chat and all of these shilas can you know there's a or let's say there's an article that was published in a local publication do i have the right to forward it to them and try and get it you know on, on a national stage and all of these different kinds of scenarios that could present themselves what exactly is the luck in these kinds of you know these kinds of settings where a person puts something out there or Information was put on the chat. Do we have the right to forward it and attempt to make sure that it goes? Some people want it to go viral. So if you do that, you're doing maybe a chesed or whatever. You know, that's what they're aiming for. But, but assuming that that's not the case, they're not trying to start a viral campaign. Um, what, is, uh, the what is the limitations? Uh, what, what exactly does locker have to say, Hilkos Lashon Hara, about this kind of forwarding? Um phenomenon. So I think it has uh we, we have to begin with the gemara over here in What the says on the fourth line, Rabba in the name of uh Rabbah Baba Raphuna, Ape Anything that's said in the presence of three, There is no isser of lashon Hara, My Khavr Khavra Islay. Because everyone has friends, the Khavra the Khavra Khavra Islay. Because we have friends, those friends have friends. And as we know now, better than any other generation perhaps in the past, once you, t- you tell to one friend who has another friend and another friend, sooner or later it begins uh, to spread and therefore there is no uh, Lashon uh, Hara. Now this is counterintuitive um, because the Chafetz Chaim writes over here Oishei, that the Isha of Lashon Hara is compounded by the size of the audience. If I tell something to one person, that's one Isab of Hara, or maybe a small isav of Hara, maybe there is no such thing as a small isr, but you know, a minimal, you know, the, the contained Isir, if I tell it to more people, that compounds the Isir. Whether it's many isurim or just a bigger Easter, we could debate. However, the Kabaskay makes this point emphatically, also the Sap MS, even though it's true, I feel even in front of one. rabim. But certainly in front of a larger group, the more people find out about it, Yisra'bah Amisbar. So, of course, the Avera either gets bigger or is multiplied, but you have, you know, the Avera gets even uh, the situation becomes worse. So why should it be you know, that the person who said something in the presence of three people somehow removes the issue of is, uh, you know that, that requires some measure of explanation. But just interpreting the language of the Gemara itself, and what exactly is being described here, is a big machlek as Harishonim. The opinion of the Rashbam, which is the way we presented it initially, uh, over here in the brackets of Oiz Dawid is the Rashbam. The same line appears in Baba Basra, as in So Rashbam in Baba Basra writes, he explains the reason why it's permitted once it's been said in the presence of three people was permitted to repeat it, is because the, anything that is going to become known um, and by the fact that this was said in this network of people who all have friends and friends of friends, certainly this item is going to become known so the Flush um, and Hara is removed. He actually read the, a previous gemara in this uh, t- uh, you know, in a similar fashion. We don't have this gears in the gemara, but this was the gears of the Rajbam. Look back at the beginning of Oiz Dalad. The gemara asks, hey, What is the case of Lashon Hara? Ba- if I say, someone asks me, you know, where can I get a light, uh, you know, a candle or uh, uh, who has a fire burning in their house, and I say, oh, go to this guy. He has a fire always in his house, which implies, because he's always cooking, he always has food, he always has gas, whatever, he's got a lot of money. That's what that implies. So if I say he has a fire burning in his house, so that's lashon hara. So amleibay myka Ovid, what, what did he do? Giluye milse ba'almahu. All he did was say a fact. This guy has uh, you know fire in his house. Ella, what is lashon hara? The bisha. I spun it. I colored it negatively. Meaning I said over the fact. i Where can you find a fire? Ela bay plan. You go to this guy. The vikavri because he's always cooking fish and meat. So if I say go to him, because he's always got a lot of fish and meat, he's always eating, or whatever, he's always serving food, so then I covered it. I gave, cause, you know, I, gave edi- I editorialized it. I gave an explanation, that's Loshon HaRat. But if I just state the fact, he's got a fire in his house, Abaye feels at least that that's not uh, Loshon HaRat. So the Rashbam had a girsa in Abaye, which we do not have, that Ko milsa da vidi what he meant to say is not milsa ba'ama. all I'm doing is stating a fact, which is obvious to anyone. Um, I, I, any, any fact which will become obvious to anyone, that will become known to everyone, is already removed from the uh, prohibition of Lashon Hara. And that's how the Rambam learns it as well, but the Rambam actually takes it a step further, because the Rajbam there is discussing private information, which is Rechilos. The Rajbam says, or plenty I say, hey, this guy said this about you. Now he probably said it in confidence, he probably said it privately, and I go and I say, hey, you know what Yenem said about you? So that's Rechilos. That's Rechilis, because I'm just relaying information someone else said about you. So Hashbam says, if I said in the presence of three people, there's no Isser necessary to repeat it. The Rambam says, even if it's and Hara, which is disparaging, damaging information, not just private information. So over here, the Rambam writes, B'Lashon <laughs> Hara B'Fnei Chavero, B'Fnei V'mesaper dvarm shagarmim im nishma ishmi piish uh, la hazik chaveru begufay b'mamayna something which could be damaging towards him his reputation his parnasa v'afil la heitzel ol avchido even if it's just to cause him emotional pain or fear haraizel loshanarav im nemrud v'am ehu b'fnei so here in the context of loshanarav damaging or harmful information not just private information im nemrud v'am ehu b'fnei shloisha was said in the presence of three kvar nishma hadomav neida it's already known. And therefore, there's no Loshonara <coughs> if someone else repeats it. If someone else repeats it. So Rabbi says it even in a situation of Loshonara, but the same idea as the Rashbam. Once it was said in the presence of three people, it's already known, or as the Rashbam phrase it, something's going to be found out, and therefore it's removed from the parish of Loshonara. Why should this be the case, though? As he mentioned it's counterintuitive. You would think, you know, the, the, the more people who found out of it, the more people know it, makes it worse. Does Not that it, it makes it better. And in fact, the rashash, you know, just to get technical about it, the rashash says, well, well, first of all, if people all have a network of friends, even if you say it in the presence of one person or two people, they're also going to repeat it. So why does the Gemara say three? Why does it have to be three, even if it's one or two? And the other direction we could ask is that if people are going to, uh, you know, if it's prohibited to repeat it, at least in that initial group, Um, then why, you know, if everyone here, who are we talking about? So even if you said in the presence of three, if they're not allowed to repeat it, it's not going to spread any further. So just because people have a large network of friends, if they're not going to repeat it, so that even if you said in the presence of three, it should be prohibited, uh, you know, it should still be in the parish of Lashon Hara. And if it's permitted, you know, or or if they're not going to observe the laws of Lashon Hara, so even if it was said in the presence of one person or two people, they all have a big network, and they're, you know, they're, they're going, uh, they, it, will, it should be expected that it will spread. So in a of shach, are we talking about people observing Lashon Hara? Then even if you said in three people, we're talking about people not observing the Yisruim of Lashon Hara, in which case, even if you said in the presence of one or two. So the, the Rasha says, which I think is an acknowledgement of, of reality, is that no, in a group of one or two, you could expect people to observe Lashon Hara, the Yisruim. Once you get to a larger group, three people... We're asking a lot. That's uh, assuming a lot that in that large group probably someone's going to break the code of silence over here and say it, and therefore it could be presumed if you said it in such a large group, we can't, you know, we can't assume that everyone's going to observe the alokas properly, and therefore you you know it's already become uh will be permitted to repeat it. So you write over here on the bottom few lines of always Dawid, the Rashash, uh Neo Neo's Day Maybe right the hechad the yodi gimel shuv ain't by Me listen to the braises shayim or the davish of vadi is galah chavercha. See if it's one or two, maybe they'll observe a lashon hara. If it's already this many people, then, uh, you know, you can't, you can't presume that the circle is going to uh, to remain closed. However, the Chafetz Chaim, if that is the reality, Chafetz says, what say you're saying something in the presence of Yorei Shomayim? You know, that's a very negative view of humanity of the <coughs> Jewish people. What if I say something in confidence to people who are Shemek, Tarek, Mitzvot, and they should properly observe the Lachas of Voshon HaRas. So then the Chafetz Chaim writes over here, If it was said in the group of Uresh Shomayim, then you know, just because of a sending group of three people, you do not have the right to repeat it because I could presume that everyone here will keep the laws of Roshanara and therefore will not spread any further, and I can't repeat it Gratuitously, so he says over here indiscriminately. Says over here, everyone here is careful about loshan hara. not going to become known. So then you cannot repeat it. Moreover, the chavetz chaim continues on the third line of here oizayin, that at the end of the line, if I tell them explicitly, let's say I say in the presence of three people, you are not permitted to repeat this. I'm saying this to you in confidence. So as we say now, beinenu. It's just between us, between all of us, you know, but between a larger group, you have the right to do that, to limit the flow of information, and at that point, even if it would generally be the case that we have a negative view and people are probably going to repeat it, and therefore I can repeat it as well, because someone else is probably going to repeat it, if uh, explicit instruction was given not to do so, you certainly cannot repeat it. So he writes hey, over here, know, huh? The speaker is not saying that it's Batarius Lashon Haro. He's saying something that himself. We didn't know, no, 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 no. No one said he's he 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 saying it about, about himself. He, no one, the party, uh, the subject of the Loshanar has not been mentioned yet. He is not here, not at all. So I said some, something in the present. You you're not I here. I say something about you in this group. So everyone could assume uh, they could go around saying, "I said this about uh, about you," because it was said in such a large group, no one's going to observe lashon But here we're talking about Urain v'shelaimim. So these chavos chaim says, everyone's yirei v'shelaimim," then you can't repeat it. You, okay. the party, is not here. But the misap is, is saying lashon He himself is not yirei That's then, the problem. It's, it's 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 paradoxical. Why just because I said in a group of three people doesn't make it permitted? So the answer is because you did wrong. But now it's out there. Why should it be... I shouldn't repeat it. It's going to be known anyway. So that's why the Chavitz Chaim says, yeah, but if everyone's you're so they're not. Or, if I said this piece of Lashon um and I said, please don't say anything, so that I limited the flow of information... Well, why did you say it? Huh? Say it? I don't know why you said it. Again, there could be a million different permutations <laughs> yeah, to this. Wait, how many? How many, how many, nine nine how many yeah. Like, yeah, go ahead. Time logic doesn't seem like... It's circular, because he says, the album says that the is the end of So if you're a Shemayin, you ask the Rambam. He tell you it's not a Shemayin. So even a will repeat it. He says no, because Sadikim, be you're not going to repeat it. Therefore, the Bifnei Shlacha yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. But the Rambam says the Bifnei Shlacha is not a Shemayin. So it's like he says it's not Kosher. You can eat it. Oh, it, 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 there is some circularity here about like what, when do we. Define the information as, as private information or, or forbidden information? And when does it like public information? I like, think if it was said in a large group where I could already presume it's going to spread within the group. So then, but the Rambam doesn't say <laughs> He says if How my name? The assumption is stamp, stamp, stamp people. Yohi eti- well, we should have said everyone is a rainbow v'shleiman. Well, you know why? Why, why should we yeah. presume that otherwise? Yeah, but uh, okay, so I hear you. I, with the we'll get to we'll get to we'll get to the application. How many do you need? Like how many? How do you need? Like is it three? How yeah. yeah. I hear you. Don't like the Ravitzheim point. I hear like you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, you but let's just consider the last point and then we'll round it out. Hold on. The the end of the third line, let's say he says, please do not reveal this information. So then, um, uh, then it would be prohibited for other people uh, to repeat it. But here the, the Rambam makes an important um, um, point. By, by the way, this would mean this comes up all the time, you're in a shul committee meeting and we're discussing different things. There might be letoielis in a group of three people. Right? So you might have had to discuss it in the first place because it's Latoyelis. If you're, what you're saying is saving a person from potential loss or, or, or from potential damage, then you're permitted to say I'm permitted to say something negative about a restaurant. If I see you going about to go there and spend your money on it, I can tell you uh, the food you know, isn't kosher or the food is bad or the food is whatever. Um, because uh, I'm saving you that's permitted because in the so very same puok so huh? no, it. if, if it's something that's I mean, it's something that you might like it and I might not like it then no but if I could tell you that they have I found you know hair in the rice, that's a fact. you, you, you don't like it or not so then you know that's, but if you're right if I say their meat is always burnt and you like burnt meat then uh, exactly. And that's of course if it's a matter of opinion, no if it's a matter of fact. Then, of course, uh, of course, yes. So, but this had to, of course, based on the Pasuk and Paschal Kedoshim, which says, in the very same Pasuk that you have, the issue of Lashon you have the issue of Lashon which comes to teach us, many Mefarshim say, that the issue of Lashon is waived if there is something that is saving your friend from a potential loss. Um, um, but let's, so let's say a person disclosed something in a meeting, that's what tell us. But it was said in the presence of three. Does that mean now that uh, in, uh, you know, in a teacher's meeting we're all discussing something about a student that's Lutailas, but now that we all said it about that student, it's we're set in the presence of three, and you could go around discussing it? Of course not. Um, and there, of course, there, there is a presumption of confidentiality, even though it was set in the presence of three people. Now, why? So it could be for a number of reasons. The first is maybe everyone here is and vishleimim. It shouldn't be presumed that they're going to violate the you know, prohibitions of Hashanah. Probably more um, more directly is because it is understood in that setting that you are not going to repeat it. So whenever something is said in the presence of three people, even if it wasn't done initially, you know, I- improperly, it was done for a proper reason, because it's um and you had to have to do it in the first place, it's presumed that it's going to remain confidential within these walls, even though it is benenu, it's, right, it's a group of 15 people here, 20 people, it's still, in the meeting of the committee, it still is presumed that that's going to remain confidential because of this, uh, you know, of this provision <coughs> that the Chafiz Chaim adds, that if you are here, people to keep things private, then it should, of course, remain private. I think that could be the case with certain family chats, right? There's a certain thing that, you know, certain things that happen in a family chat that there's, it's like a Rebbe's meeting. There's a presumption, even though we discuss sometimes sensitive things on a family chat, but the assumption is you're not going to necessarily forward it beyond whether that same presumption of confidentiality exists on block chats and on community chats. I I would suggest uh, not so. Uh, but there are certain family discussions. There are certain shul discussions, and certain you know certain uh, kinds of areas. Certainly, emails you know have a different tone and, and assumption. Uh, set than you find on the chat so if something is presumed to be confidential even though there were three or four people on the uh, email that doesn't mean that it was necessarily said by to us that we should presume yeah, we don't it's going to spread, spread further't any put anything uh, in. Uh, anything that's involved. okay but that's that's beyond that. that's beyond awesome yes, beyond we'll get to that point in a second however the Rambam adds here one critical um, addendum which is not really an addendum it's it 's the Ekar. the writes over here Oizvah. yes it's true you can repeat this information we said in the presence of three people that's provided you do not intend to spread the information further. If your intention is to spread the information beyond the initial circle of where it was said, then it's prohibited to do so. So it is permitted to do it assuming that you're saying it in the group where it was naturally going to spread, but if I attempt to, you know, catapult it onto a national scene, uh, then the, the Ramam says, No, that you're not supposed to do. That's provided you don't intend um, um, to to disclose the matter any further. If you, that is your intention, then it would be uh, prohibited. So, right, it's also back over here on the second line. The only time it's permitted to repeat the information is in the city, or let's say in the chat, uh, general uh, vicinity. Um, where the item was initially disclosed, not to catapult it into a different setting or a different community, even though there are people go back and forth, uh, there is some overlap to deliberately bring it into a whole different arena of discussion. Sounds like from the Rambam that that is indeed prohibited. So it's already for fallen in this group, once it was disclosed, is permitted to be, you know, continue to be discussed. However, beyond this discussion, beyond this immediate community, then would not necessarily be, be permitted. So if someone takes a piece of information, was put out on the chat, you can discuss it, but uh, bring it somewhere else, assuming there is no, you know, assumption of confidentiality, like a meeting or a family chat or that kind of thing, or in an email chain. Um, but if, uh, you know, but to try and move it into a different a- area to make it go viral, that, that certainly would be problematic according to the Rambam. However, Rashi learns the Gemara differently than the Rashbam and the Rambam, along the, along the lines of where Baran uh, was, was leading us to. Look back at the Gemara in Erchen. Uh, he's dialogue with the Gemara said in Masechus Erchen. Something is said by Ape Tlasa. So there's no problem of Lashon uh, Hara anymore because of the large network that exists. Rashi, there, Rashi bailim Amruha. Bifnei shleisha. No, the Bailim are the ones themselves, the subject of the Vashon is the one who initially put this information out there. They disclose something about themselves. So once they disclose it about themselves, it could be presumed that they are no longer keeping this kind of information private and don't mind if other people discuss it from the very fact that they said it in the presence of three. If I said it in the presence of one that doesn't have the same implication, if I said it in a chat, I said it in the presence of three people, obviously... I'm not maintaining privacy with regards to this matter. i Because I already was Megala and obviously if I said in the presence of three people where I know that people have large networks of friends that this information is going to go public that then it is permitted to be discussed and be disclosed by others. However, the Chafiz Chaim says, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're saying against the Rambam. It's only if the party themselves disclose it. Yeah, he quotes both. The Chaim, though, says over here, ice uh, test. No, where is it? the inyan Chaim says if a person revealed private information about themselves, his business dealings or other or other matters, you're not normally allowed to discuss it. Um, once he reveals that We see he's not careful about his privacy about this matter and even though you know, it's going to become known therefore you can pass this information along or forward it along um, you can forward it along um, to others However, the Chafetz Chaim adds um, that that is only if it is private information if it is disparaging information then it is prohibited. Look in the Bermayim Chaim over here in the second line, at the end of the line, Nearly li l'chaleq, de ba'inyin esku m'schero, kevin de dover shel momen, huvin esraqsa be dover muta, afiubim eschaven lagalus. So if it's talking about business dealings or private matters, it's permitted to pass along. Ba'mahaya inyan akash, yu chaleh if it's something that could become damaging, kegon shigil lo gil lo anoshem chet echad shaloi, he was mefired from something that he did wrong, he's going to be embarrassed, then it is prohibited to continue the chain of information to pass it along to others. So it's only if it's private information, but not necessarily damaging information. Why? Why should this be prohibited to pass it along? He revealed it about himself on the chat. What's wrong to pass along the information? He obviously doesn't care. So the Chafetz Chaim distinguishes, delineates two uh, elsewhere, two different um, reasons for the prohibition of Lashon hara. One is because you're damaging your friend. It's any like any other mitzvah, Bein al L'chavera. You're, you're saying things about your friend which are harmful, which are destructive. So it's Bein al L'chavera. If he's meichel, he's meichel on the damages, like if my friend tells me you can tear my garment, you can smash my car, I'm permitted to do so, I don't have to pay, because he was Michael, he permitted me to do it. So, of the guy's Meichel on the Hara, it's permitted. However, there's another reason for the prohibition of Hara, and it's uh, perhaps indicated from the very fact that the Rambam brings Lashon <laughs> Hara not in Hilchas Neziken, in hilkas damages, he brings it in hilkas Deus, which is about a person's own midas, a person's own character traits, which is not necessarily Adam Chaveroi, more Adam that a person should be a person who's a godly and a lofty person who's attempting to model his character after that of the Rebani Shalalim in the larger setting, a you know, larger umbrella of Halach the So we should have good midos to follow after the pattern of a Kaddish Baruch who has good midos. And part of those good midos is we shouldn't be speaking negatively about others which is demeaning to us cuz it reflects negatively about us and what we're interested in and uh, you know uh, our pursuits so there's a la Laatzma aspect over here of and Hara, and therefore even if the other party was michael so if it's private information I discuss private information but he'd put it out there so then you know it's permitted to be passed along and forwarded but if it is negative information so then uh, you know that's that's something I shouldn't be involved in myself as benodam Laatzma and asla like benodom khaviroi the khaviroi makes this um, Um, uh, um, uh, inference from the Ramban. The Ramban is commenting on the Pasuk of, um, I didn't put it here, of (laughs) Leseyach Rachil Ba'amech, but the Ramban distinguishes between a Reichel and a Rachel. Rachil is an activity of peddling. Rachel is a peddler. So the Torah says, ba'mecha." Doesn't seem not to be a, not to do the activity of being roichel, not the you know, not the activity of passing on information, but not to be a person who does this. Meaning, it addresses the person, not so much the activity. And even the Rambam himself in outlining those uh, different parts of the prohibition of Lashon Hara, the Ram says there's the Rachael, back in Ois Gimel, there's, you know, which is private information, the Lashon Hara, which is disparaging information, but true. There's the Maiti Shema, which is false information. And then the Ram says, Ha'olah Agabi the worst of all of them, is a Baal Lashon Hara, a person, uh, you know, who says... La uh, ra all the time that 's the worst, so it 's the character trait that's uh, you know that's that seems to be important here other than just that's the activity itself yeah yeah it's an Isagabra. yeah so therefore uh, it could be that uh even if it 's disparaging information, even according to raush, even if the person put it out on themselves, it would be prohibited um um to pass it along, even if the person is michael if it 's private information, no, and they put it out there, so then it would be perhaps permitted. Uh, to, uh, to pass it along. So according to Rashi, we'd probably have to draw that distinction. Even if the person themselves put it out there, if it's really harmful and negative, we shouldn't pass it along. If it, is, um, if it is private information, but they put it out there, obviously don't, uh, you know, they, they don't mind that it be, be discussed, then it's permitted to pass it along. That yeah. seems to apply that second, the character trait point, no matter how public the influence. So even like if it were in a newspaper, a national newspaper. Rashi doesn't distinguish that way. We should. We might want to blend Rashi with the Rambam, so maybe within the circle of where it was initially disclosed, but not necessarily beyond that. I don't know if the person necessarily intended it to go necessarily. But, 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 but I mean, even if it's out there nationally, the fact that you're yeah. forwarding it still is... Right. The other, point, the other point we need to consider for Rashi is, um, is... Let's say I put this piece of information out there... Um, and then I see how far it's spreading, and now I want to reinstate my, my rights to privacy. Uh, ca- can you do that? Or do we say once the item has been uh, declassified, you no longer are in control of that information? So I, you, one could make the argument, well, <coughs> if I allow you to damage me, to smash my car and tear my garments, and then let's say I want to revoke that permission, you have the right to do that, because there's no uh, continuing mechila with regards to Nazik and the Gemara above Kama. However, if I say I forgive a loan, uh, I can't go back later and undo, you know, reinstate the loan. You certainly don't have the right to do that. So a loan, once it's forgiven, is over, um, as opposed to damages that are, you know, that I give you permission to, uh, you, know, to, to you know, to throw baseballs at my house, I could at some point re- revoke that permission and say, no, no, I'd rather you not play baseball and, you know, and ask my house that breaks my windows. So I have the right to do that. So what should we say over here with regards to Lashon R? And I honestly don't know. It hasn't been investigated and discussed in this this you know this way. These things are emerging technologies and things. But let's say a person puts something out there, and then they want to revoke their you know the fact they put it out there. They want to reinstate their claim to privacy and classify the information. Do we say well, no? It's like a loan. It's been forgiven. You declassify this information, you're no longer in control of it, or do we say, no, it's damaging to me, um, or I perceive it now as damaging to me, even though it was initially private information, it could be spun in a lot of different ways, so it wasn't necessarily inherently damaging, but now I reveal this private information, I'm afraid about the consequences, and all the different things, so I ask my friends, please don't discuss it anymore, do I have the right to reinstate? my right to privacy do we say no once it's been declassified and you put it in the public domain you know you no longer have the rights to do that i think it's an interesting discussion these things happen happen, happen. lamaisa interesting um interesting thing to think about so we have two uh, limitations right we have the, the the general statement something said by Ape Tlus, which everyone knows is uh is uh you know the for whatever reason the Lushan and Hara is relaxed a little bit but according to the raman that's only if you are continuing you know the cycle of information within the original circle in which it started not that I intend to, uh, you know, to make it go viral. Um, and according to Rashi, it would really only be if the party themselves, um, or, or maybe he might disagree with the realm, but certainly if the party themselves disclosed it, that might give me permission to disclose it even further. Uh, but that's provided that it is uh, private information and not necessarily disparaging information. Is there, though, a new category of, of things? that are, you know, it's just, it's so out there that it's just like, this is public information. So Hafez makes the point that he thinks there are certain items that are just so public that the Yisurim of Lashon Harad don't exist to those items um, um, at all. Over here, O Gimel, the Hafez writes, If I see something, yeah, let's say I see somebody has a negative midah, the Chavitz Chaim says, and I think this is so important, um, and it is well known in our times, Khazanish Ch- Ch- made the same point in his letters, that if I see someone has a bad meat, I should educate my children. That's not the way we conduct ourselves. We see this all the time. And that's not called Loshonara, that I'm speaking about this individual, because my intention is to, us, to educate my child. So the Chavitz Chaim says that that's permitted. But he says, do not bring a Raya to this from the Gemara Narev Epsochim. The Gemara says in Narev Epsochim that Rebbe told his son not to live in Shekinotziv. That was the name of the town. Why? He told them not to live there because they are Moshki Seinusa, because they're scoffers. They're late on him. So the Khovis Khan says, Ah, you see he was talking bad about a whole town. Now by the way, Russian and Arau exists even if you're talking about a whole town. Even if you're talking about a whole nation, a whole group, these terms of Russian and Ara continue to exist. So he's talking Ma the whole town. Mahtubek from the whole town. That's why isn't that lashon hara? So you could say it was He was educating his child not to live there. So Chavis Chaim says, no, no, that there's more than that. There's another reason to permit it there. Why the You don't need to go there. You, it is true. It is permitted to do so for that reason to educate your child. But there's another reason. The Once it's so public, it's so out there. This is just, you know, the issue of Lashon HaRa ceased to exist with regards to this item. So the Chafetz Chaim develops this idea that there are some things that are so public, so out there, that it's, uh, that it's so accessible, Lashon HaRa doesn't exist. So in the Sefer, Chalkas Binyamin, Chalkas Binyamin is written by Rabbi Yamin Kohn, the son of five O'Kohn. So He has a whole set of Svam called Chalkas Binyamin in different areas of Shulchan aruch. I think the first volume, or one of the first volumes he published was on this Chafetz Chaim. So he has a contradiction. He says over here, he said, you said in the Rambam you have the right to once something, he said you have the right to discuss it further, but not to spread it to a whole new circle, not to bring it to people who didn't know about it before, right? Um, but over here, the Chafetz Chaim says, yeah, once it's out there, even though the son didn't know about it, you're allowed to tell, to tell him about it. Why is he allowed to tell him about it? Isn't he trying to spread the information further? Which is exactly what the Raman said, it's discussed in one group, yeah. you can continue to discuss within that group, but not to spread it further. How come over here, you can spread the information further, even to someone who didn't know about it? So he leaves off Petzarachia, in, in terms of this contradiction in the words of the Chafetz Chaim. And one could distinguish in one of two ways. I, I, I think one could distinguish, no... The Rambam is talking about. I, it was, and uh, now we understand with chats, probably, I don't know if he had this in the 90s when he wrote The Saver, that on chats, uh, there's a, lo- a small community, right, of chats and similar chats, but then there's like a whole different, uh, you know, a whole different uh, circle. Uh, where things could be, could be spread to, where then all of a sudden now it's, it's getting into the newspapers, the Jewish press, and then all of a sudden it's getting into, you know, with the lowercase, you know, not the Jewish press itself, but that kind of, you know, the Jewish press in general. Or then there's the national press that starts to make it into the Post and all those kinds of things. So if I attempt to change the plane on which we're discussing this information, that's what the Rambam is saying, that's, that's uh, you know, that's, uh, that's wrong. But I say it's already in those publications, just this guy doesn't read them. He's not, uh, you know, so then that's what the Chafiz uh, sky means over here. That if it's it, this is so out there, it's so public, it's in the newspapers, but this guy doesn't read the newspapers, I have the right to explain it to him, even though he doesn't read the newspapers. So I, I think that's the distinction that we should we'll probably draw between something that's on chats, where I intend to propel it further, I intend to get it further, if that's my intention, to spread you know, this piece of information to other chats and things, that's wrong. But if it's already on all these chats, it's already even bordering, you know, once it's in the yeshiva world, so then to uh, explain it to someone in our community, once it's in those kinds of things to explain it to someone in our community, I don't think the Lashon exists, but someone who wants to get it from yeshiva world to, you know, X publication, and then to get it to X publication, um, you know, and then already to spread it into new spheres of, 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 of discussion, I think that's, that, that certainly is bordering on, on Lashon HaRa. Um, um, but within this circle, even to explain it to people who might not necessarily have known about it, um, that, that would not be Lashon But again, this, uh, this definition or this rule of public information has a time limit. I don't think stuff is public information indefinitely. Just because it was once in a newspaper doesn't mean everyone knows about it forever. There is a time limit on how you know much that's what people do research researching stuff from newspapers that everyone forgot about. So to re- resurface that information could be bordering on lashon So just because it was once in the public sphere doesn't, remain, it doesn't mean it remains there indefinitely. Um, but uh, you know every uh, ring of discussion has limits. So to try and push it into other areas, I think borders on lashon uh hara unless the party themselves disclose it but then at that point we have to uh, i think we have to struggle with how much control does the party have over this information and certainly if it's being spun a negative way um it certainly could be harmful and and we, we should we shouldn't be spreading it but the bottom line is as the baron already mentioned never put anything in writing unless you expect it to, to be forwarded but we should treat other people's information responsibly and make sure that we're observing the love solution <laughs>